Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. So. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. And what happened? Just, just aiming too long and just moved a little bit. And I was like, oh, no, it fired, you know, crap. I knew as soon as it left, it was just a little high. But he came right out in the field, made a scrape right in the cornfield, started grunting, walked 30 yards, made another scrape. You're listening to the Working Class Bowhunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Episode number 66 here of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, your favorite hunting podcast that features working men, except two out of three of us aren't working, from 1600 <laughs> Buckslayer Place, right here in sunny Sherrard, Illinois. Small town, if you know what I mean. What's going on, guys? Well, you know, just another day. Another day. Another day in Sherrard, yep. yeah. It does feel nice to, uh, that Curtis... Speaking as the only working class boner. Actually, we're all working class. Just yeah, you know. depends on what you call work. I'm like half working. Yeah, like I, Eric know, in the I, house, I work really hard at my Call of Duty Black Ops Three ranking. So you know, you worked out today, which is I did work never out. happened. Steve worked out today. I'm proud of yeah, you. Yeah, I worked out with. Uh, I about with, crap my pants when I seen that photo. <laughs> I worked out with uh, with with Poppy and Tim from the Bone Shed and. Uh, yeah, we hit it hard. So Cam Haynes, watch out! I've been, like, if I drop a hundred pounds, no, one hundred fifty, we'll be we'll be looking good. No, only hundred. 
So is, it, is this going to be a daily routine then for you? Yeah, because what... So, well, the, no, the thing is, it's yearly, so you don't have to work out again for another year. Exactly. I've seen you run one time, that was last summer, so you got a few months before you even have to run again. Um, but now you're drinking a Rockdale, so... I am drinking a Rockdale. Well, here's the <laughs> Good thing. Good protein after his workout. Like, Welcome I, to the show, guys. I was at the bone shed uh, all day today, you know, living the fabulous laid-off life, and... Yeah, we worked out, and then we headed over to the to the bone shed. We just kind of hung out there, and then I had to uh, come do the show. So when I stopped at the gas station, I'm like, I got to eat something. I only ate one chicken sandwich and one slice of pizza. Jeez, oh, in a Mountain man. Dew? No Mountain Dew, just no a rock. I've only drink? have one soda today. Only one? Yeah, I'm got to start somewhere. Well, man. you know, I did it. have a monster, a monster, just to wake up. Uh, but yeah, I was up at. Bright and early. Left uh, left the house at about six. First time in three weeks. Uh-huh. Well, let's get right to it. This episode is brought to you by Creative Critters Taxidermy from Geneseo, Illinois with Very, Mark Rife. That Very is. creative, Kurt. Um, in our opinion, the best taxidermy money can buy. Um, what and, a great friend, too. We're talking almost, 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 almost competition gosh. quality mounts done commercially. Is. I mean, yeah. You... For what you're going to pay for a mount compared to another person's mount, you're going to get straight. If you go anywhere else, it's going to be kind of pressed out taxidermy. This is like fine detail taxidermy for everyone. Yeah. and Like to a T. It's insane, yeah. yeah. We're talking like the septum. If you take a flashlight and shine it into a deer's nose, you're seeing detail. Like you're seeing realistic detail that you just don't see on another person's mount when you shine it in there and it's like smoothed over plaster or Magic sculpt or whatever they Bondo. Use. Yeah. Bondo, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much is Doesn't Bondo. do Bondo ears. They're all ear liners, so you don't get that thick or, you know, that thick, mm. unrealistic-looking ear. Yep. Like, you're going to see detail in the ears. Um, you'll never have a mount drum, which drumming, if you better check your mounts. If you go through and you press along, like, where the brisket's at or anywhere on the face, and you hear a little... That's the skin coming off of the um, the form. Yeah. So you will not have that happen with Mark's mounts. So it's crazy. Sometimes he'll send us pictures and the head's cut in like thirty six different spots, and you're like, yeah, "How's he gonna do this?" Yeah, the, the the heads on the forms, right on the form. Yeah, yeah he's custom. He custom makes if he has to. Like if you want a certain turn or a certain angle that you can't just buy it off the shelf, he'll take that form, chop it up into a hundred pieces, and he labels each one with whatever <laughs> number it is. And it's he, like a puzzle. Oh, it's insane. And then he. Puts it all together and then fills it back in with foam and sculpts all the detail back into it. And I look at Mark, I'm like, how do you like? How do you do this? First of all, I don't have the balls to do something like that with somebody else's mount. Like, cut the form up and do it. The guy's just like, yeah, we'll get it done. Yeah, no, we'll, no fi- hey, we'll figure it out. Um, also, the show is brought to you by who just finished, just finished cutting deer. Our good buddy Scott Smith, Smith's Custom uh, Meats and Deer Processing. That dude... He told me that since about September to one week ago, he put $40 worth of gas in his truck, and he still has gas in there. Well, because he, he works. Left. For people who don't know, he works at he works home, basically. At home. That's where his, his shop, shop is. His shop is at home. He went nowhere. I, did he Did he say he even hunted? I, I can't remember. I doubt he, he had time to even hunt. I don't know. Yeah, he. I think he might have taken... I wonder what his total count is for this year. Uh, well, we're going to find out because he's going to be on the show next yeah. week. Yep. He's going to have all his numbers. We're going to get in detail about processing. Um, we're going to see how much he can actually tell us without giving away his secret recipes Meat and whatever loaf. else. But, you know, we talk about them a lot on the show. 
It's because we really believe in it, and they're expanding right now. So if that doesn't yeah. say something, like, he has to make his shot bigger because he's so good at what he does. So I'm right there in, in uh, beautiful, not as sunny, Viola. Because <laughs> Sherrard's the sunniest town in Illinois, in Illinois because uh, all three of us happen to be in it at one time. But, uh, yeah, if we're in Viola, it's very sunny there. Right. But right. Um, the sun just follows yeah, us. He'll be on right. next week. Um, there's a possible double episode week. So Jared Shepler is supposed to be on this week, um, but he is at the Wisconsin Classic yes. getting ready. Yep. Um, so hopefully everything works out. He'll be on next week also. Not sure if both of those will be up next week or we'll figure something out. We'll let you guys know. And then uh, also uh, Badlands Packs is a sponsor of ours. Um, check them out on Instagram. Uh, they've uh, they've got a super sweet deal going on right now. Um, I tried to have it up, but we don't get great Internet service out here. But. There's always uh, always something new, some new products coming out. They've got, like, you know, just different types of gloves. I mean, they're known for their packs, but now they're starting to expand. So go check them out. Show them some love. Got a little bit of everything now. Uh, you know, they're uh, – the pack, we talk about them each and every week, and we're going to be doing some videos um, with some packs and stuff here too. But uh, Eric's got his tree stand pack. Um, there's a couple that I'm – And the Diablo. And the Diablo? Yep, I've got two of them now. There's a couple that I'm back and forth with, and I'm really leaning towards one or the other. I'll have to get that in here in a few weeks, um, so I'll let you guys know what that is. But, um, yeah, these they're probably the best mo- pack on the market they're right a, now. It's such a quality pack. I mean, you can tell. You just get your hands on one. Moving right along, we have a social media shout-out again. Um, Connor Seagren, um, he has been showing us love on Instagram and Facebook, giving us good compliments about the show, so... Thanks for listening. We appreciate all your guys' support. Um, Thank you, Connor. Yeah, shoot us a message. We'll get you on a social media shout-out. And then, more importantly, Steve has... Yeah, we've got the uh, the vet uh, the vet shout-out of the week. Um, so we'll go ahead and the rest of this episode, we're, we're dedicating to you. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that they've passed away. This guy's still uh, still alive and kicking. And here's a super cool dude, uh, Ryan McCoy. Uh, he was U.S. Army 3rd Battalion 16th uh, Field Artillery. Fourth Infantry Division. This dude uh, served from 2001 to 2009. He's good friends with the guys at the Bone Shed. Um, so thank you for your service. Thank you. Everything you do, um, you're the reason. You, hats off to you. The, you're the half the reason why this podcast is brought to you in English and not Russian. Right. Uh, actually, pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, some of the, some of the old boys are over there giggling, but some of the younger guys are like. <laughs> Well, I want to be Russian. Read a history book. <laughs> but, uh, again, uh, buddy, thanks for your service. Um, and I'm sure all uh, all our listeners will thank you, too. So, All right, we've got cool. a good show ahead of us here. We'll get into it here in a minute. we got a special guest on the phone. we got some, um, we got some big, <laughs> pretty, we'll, pretty we'll, big news. We'll dive into it. Uh, be the tree. We'll, we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, we have an announcement. Big announcement. We're not going to give too many details, but we're letting people that actually listen to our podcast yeah. know first before it gets put online. You guys are getting first crack. Um, if you dig deep enough, you could probably find what we're talking about online. But we're having a special release. Limited edition. Limited edition. Sure. We're going to do a couple runs, maybe see how it goes. But this is the first run. If it completely bombs, we're not going to do them. <laughs> but right around the corner are going to be released. So if all you guys that have been emailing us and messaging us about where can I get shirts? Where can I get this? Where can I get that? Um, we're in the middle of designing this stuff, and within the next week, 
We're going to have you... a new design, a limited edition design. Out. Yeah. It's probably just for our dedicated fans of the show. We'll like this shirt, and that's really all we can get into right now. And we have, <laughs> we have a couple of them in the studio right now, and let's just say. let's. Can I give them like, like them. a three-word summary of nope. how awesome these nope. shirts are? Nope. Oh, Amer- how awesome? Yeah, American. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, that's all I got. <laughs> American. I can think of, I can think of three. Um American, American brilliant. Brilliant and iconic. Yeah, well, I I guess that works. If that doesn't make you want to know what the hell we're talking Dude, you about. You guys are both wearing the shirts right now and it's so funny cuz I'm just looking First two, high five, Eric. Oh, God, I got to get a picture of that. Oh, they're classic. Live on air, I'm, t- I'm taking pictures. There'll be guys. a video announcing, because um, we're going to do pre-orders on these, and then uh, we're taking a picture right now. They can totally see us. Yeah, Eric, you got to move your tag. And then, all right, all right anyway, we'll, we'll do this after the show. We're going to do pre-orders. You guys can check it out. Be out within the next week. Um, anyway, we're going to get right to Be the Tree. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and we hope you enjoy. All right, and uh, with us right here on the phone, uh, we have uh, this is going to be a cool one to talk about. Greg Blymeyer from uh, Be the Tree. Uh, Be the Tree is an all natural cover scent. Um, he's, uh, he wants to talk about uh, about the product, and we'll uh, we'll dive right into it. Greg, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Another day in paradise. Wonderful. Getting along just fine. That's good to hear. <laughs> so, uh, so tell us a little about about, um, about Be the Tree and who you are and where you're from, and yeah, just dive right in. Well, uh, we're located in uh, York County, uh, York, Pennsylvania, which is uh, literally on the eastern uh, seaboard. Um, uh, Be the Tree uh, started in in 2014. I started the the company, and uh, basically, it, the the products that I offer uh, through the company they they really didn't uh, come to market right away because I just I didn't want to put my name on a product and just throw it in the market, you know, and say, right. oh, it works without you know truly knowing about it. Um, number one, number two, I was basically just, uh, messing around in a different type of manner, uh, with specific ingredients that I use in my cover scent. And, uh, a buddy of mine had, had suggested, um, something to me and, uh, we, we made the correlation to a cover scent and, um, so I started toying around with that, and you know, we started running some uh, single subject test lines with uh, specific deer on my property, properties in up in the mountains in upstate Pennsylvania, out there in Illinois. Uh, we even sent some up to New York. Um, so we had testers out all over the place, and everybody was coming back, and they're like, "Man, this stuff." I I don't want to toot my own horn, but they were they were like this stuff's bulletproof, you know. I, <laughs> no, they toot away. Yeah, we actually have a bottle uh, here in the studio, so we're we're playing with it as you're talking, and it's it's kind of cool to have it the product in our hands yeah, while you're hand, talking right. about it because hey, let me get some of that on my but feet. Continue on. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was basically guys coming up and you know they were 
they were calling me, they were texting me, they were emailing me, saying, man, you know, we got, we got deer literally coming up and, and practically walking on us. You know, that just doesn't happen. They're coming in from downwind. They're, they're practically stepping on us. Right. And, uh, so now we had done, uh, when we were running the single subject test lines, we had actually put out like a piece of clothing in front of a trail cam, turned the video on to see if there were any type of interactions. Um, we videoed from afar, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then once we started getting all of this data back, uh, is that's when I finally made the call that we had to do a an in-person, first-person uh, testing while we were videoing. So myself, my brother, and the my vice president of media and marketing, mm-hmm. um, Matt, Matt and Sean, we all three went out into the woods. Now, granted, it was two weeks before our tree season began. And we went out and we put ourselves in a tree stand just like we, we would on a regular hunt. And we sprayed down with Be the Tree, set up trail cams for, for second, third angle video, stuff like that. But basically we had, you know, deer coming in downwind 10 yards away, never even knew we were there, never, you know, alerted nothing they smell they would smell it because it's i don't want to say really potent but you could tell that it's the real deal you know that we didn't cut any corners mm-hmm. and uh so they would smell it and they knew what it was because we used natural ingredients and it wasn't uh, alarming because it's already out there yeah yeah all of the ingredients that we use can be found right in the deer's bedroom. And they all they can all be found in over eighty percent of North America, which was another key factor was you can literally take this and hunt Florida all the way up to Maine, from Maine all the way to Alaska, from Alaska all the way down to Texas. And you know, the only thing that we didn't include was anything in the desert, and to be frank, you know, nothing grows in the desert. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, I don't, yeah, it's kind of interesting, you know, just, you know, if, if, if a deer, you know, smells something that is, is natural, you know, it's, it's not as alarming, but like even more concentrated, I, maybe it's just a personal thing, but even if I smell something too natural, like if there's way too much vanilla, in a situation for me, like I'm not talking just hunting, I'm talking like anywhere, that that might right. kind of concern me a little bit. You know, that's right. just, uh, you know, when it when it's too much of a natural thing, I guess maybe they don't put two and two together where they're like, you know, yeah, you, you get where I'm going with that. I mean, it, I, I'm probably not right. making a whole lot of sense, well, but Greg, uh, Greg, while we're talking about, it, I I just I'm curious because you know firsthand, you know, obviously you know what works, what doesn't, and you you're gonna have your opinions on things. What do you feel about, you know, something like be the tree versus someone going in and, you know, it's impossible to go completely eliminate all your scent, but what's your, if someone's just like, 
I only go scent free, no cover scent. What what's kind of your reaction to that market of people? Um, I tell them why not. I mean, as a hunter, and and I'm a hunter foremost. Mm-hmm. But as a hunter, why wouldn't you take every possible tool that could be given to you to actually harvest an animal? I mean, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, but then again, you could say that to the guys who shoot deer with recurves. It's like, dude, why wouldn't you use a compact? I guess, I don't know, maybe it's that nomadic. I see. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. But I, I guess what I was kind of digging for is kind of like, do you think it's possible for someone to go in, I'm completely scent free? Or do you think you're just better off going as scent, human, as, I don't know, scent free as humanly possible and then using be the tree? You know what I mean? Is that something that you would recommend to that person? Well, sure, sure. I mean, if, uh, if, and that's one reason, like with our laundry detergent, I want it scent free with the laundry detergent because me personally, why, why should I dictate how much you smell like be the tree right from the rip? Mm -hmm. And the way I look at it is when I wash my clothes, I want to start from scratch because you're going to have human odor on them. Now, granted, a lot of guys don't wash their, their hunting clothes every time. Yeah. And so what I did was is I offered a body wash that contains our, our same ingredients in the body wash. Now, what that does is a lot of people don't realize this, but when you take a shower... Okay, and that hot hot water hits you. It opens up your pores, mm-hmm. and and when it opens up your pores, it it allows the chance for any type of outside perfumes, which a lot of your body wash or or soaps or anything or they have perfumes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have uh, perfumes which get trapped in the pores and trapped in your scent glands. Mm-hmm. So. If if you're going to be using something like a cover scent, why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want to use it all across the board? But right. starting from scratch, okay, you eliminate your clothes from any scent possible, and then you start from there. And mm-hmm. I'm not one to say, uh, you know, Kurt should smell this much like be the tree. Or, you know, you should smell this much like be the tree. It's to each their own, right. you know. And it, each person is going to spray their own thought amount of be the tree on them to feel as though they're secure in the woods when they go in to not get winded. Right. So it was the same theory, um, you know, starting with the laundry detergent. And obviously, no, you cannot eliminate a hundred percent scent. There's there's no possible way yeah. in that. Uh, number one reason is because the human body constantly, constantly reproduces oils through the skin, and um, those oils contain bacteria, and that bacteria is what gives off the scent. Mm-hmm. 
the hinge sense. Well, we talked so, yesterday on the phone for a little bit, Greg, and the first thing you said, you know, because we, we got a bottle yesterday from one of your uh, staffers here in the area. Well, Scott Fuller, a good buddy of ours. Yeah, he, he dropped a bottle off, and the first thing you said, before I even got a chance to open the bottle, you're like, when you open that bottle, the first thing you're going to say is, that smells familiar. And yep. it, it does. You When I first opened it, it's like, I know what that smells like, but I just can't put it, you know, I don't know what it smells like. <laughs> Right. You're it's, trying to think. Yeah. You're like, I smell that before, but I just don't know I what it is. I got the cap off right now, and I'm smelling it. And it's, it's, Here, I'll, I'll tell you I don't know. Exactly I can't figure it, it out. But I, when you spray it, it's almost like it, it comes off. It, it's like kind of strong in a natural scent way, and then it kind of mellows down, mm-hmm. and then the scent kind of changes a little. You know what that smell is, guys? Yep. That's be the tree. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> um Man, yeah, it, yeah, man, I can't put my nose on it. Well, literally. And the thing is, when when you smell it from the bottle, it smells completely different from when you spray it on you. Yeah, definitely does. I think, I think it's a little overwhelming when you're smelling the bottle, but but you know? not in a not in like not a, a bad un, way, in a natural way. In a nat- yes, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, well, when you spray and, it, it kind of mists out, and you know. Well, yeah, it's not as right. much. You're not smelling as much of it. And the biggest thing is the. When I built this cover sink, I built it with the theory in mind that deer can smell anywhere between six to eight cents at a given time. And they can sift through all six to eight of those cents and differentiate them. And I thought if I could actually build a cover scent that could put out all the different scents without combining into one scent, mm-hmm. Then, and I know you guys have heard it from other products and stuff like that, you know, overloading their senses, but it's, it's not really overloading their senses. What you're doing is you're giving their nose all those scents before they get to the human scent. So right. they have to process all those other scents and they miss the human scent. And so basically, you're doing exactly what you do every day that you get ready to go out to the woods. You're camouflaging yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a cool and concept it, to think it, about. It is. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot better than, uh, you know, there, there there are some products that say, you know, and there there's that big debate of scent elimination. Uh, you know, it's it's... We could debate for years on that. Well, you can talk about a scent in the, like, you know, but we have. Yeah, this is a cover scent. Yeah, you you can pull a bottle off of, uh, you know, I'm not going to throw any brands, but scent elimination spray, whatever company it may be, whatever brand. You don't really know if it's working, really, though. Right. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to smell it. You don't know how much of that product is just water. Right. Yeah, to me. And I I can honestly tell you guys, if you took. certain type of scent eliminators and sprayed it on to be the tree, it won't it won't kill it. Be right. the tree will still be there. That's a good test. We should do that with my stinky feet too and see <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smelling yep. your feet. You know, yeah, because that would be like the ultimate because if you can eliminate it at the human level, that doesn't mean you're you're eliminating it at the you know, the the deer or you know coyote or anything else. Um but where I where I personally think that a cover set will work it's it's exactly that it's camouflage yeah it's probably not going to be 100 percent perfect but you're you're at least taking out enough 
Well, like he said earlier, you're yeah. giving yourself that advantage. You're giving you yourself that advantage. advantage. Yeah, take that, it. That's you're where I think. That's where I think that that the cover, like you want to cover it up. You know, it's like right. it's like it's like a mess. You know, if you got a mess on on your floor, you know, if you spray water on it, it's still there. But if you put a blanket over it, it out of sight, out of mind. I mean, that's just kind of how I live my life. <laughs> right. That's probably not a great. <laughs> he's like, you're not helping, Steve. Yeah, he's, uh, Greg, you're, you're such a nice guy. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree, Steve. And he's like, look, and he's rolling his eyes. I could tell. <laughs> so but uh, but you get where I'm saying about the cover scent, right? What I what I looked at was if I can produce a quality product for hunters, make it affordable. For the working class hunter. Right. And that's basically what I did was make an affordable product, a quality product that's gonna work every time. Okay. And I'm talking anywhere from the guys that hunt hundred and fifty days a year between, you know, bear, deer, coyote, fox, you know, the whole realm. Mm-hmm. Um, to the guys that might only get a chance to hunt five, ten days a year. And the biggest thing was was the natural natural aspects of the product, but as well, there's no chemical preservatives in this, but yet it still has a minimum two-year shelf life on the product itself, mm-hmm. which, which isn't done. Right. Well, I mean, heck, if you got it sitting around for two years, I don't know why you're not yeah. using it. But I, I see, I see your point for sure. And it's made in the USA. It says right on the bottle. I yeah. mean, that's a big bonus for a lot of working class people. If I never and, heard of Be the Tree and I seen that label, I'd buy it. Yeah, you, and, you'd give it. A, you'd give it a shot. Oh yeah. And sure. to, to add, uh, to make it even more affor- affordable, um, on the website, uh, military and first responders discount. So. Any company that will offer a militaries and first responders discount uh, is o- is always good in my book. Um, so you know, for the working man and then the saving our uh, saving our tushies man, um, right? It's affordable there too. So, Greg, um, what products do you yeah. have besides the actual cover spray? You said something about the soap, and is there anything else going on or anything in the yeah, works that you can talk we, about? We actually have a fully kitted line. Um, we've got. Uh, the body wash, the all-in-one body wash and shampoo that is scented. We've got a scented conditioner mm-hmm. for the women and men with long hair or, you know, guys <laughs> that just like to condition their hair. Or for your um, beard. Or for your beard, yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of big Or for guys. your beard, yeah. <laughs> um, we've also got uh, the field spray refill, which is a larger bottle uh, without the sprayer. We've got the unscented laundry detergent that has no UV brighteners in it. So um, basically no UVs. That was very important for me, uh, especially with a lot of the, the progressive studies on deer eyes mm-hmm. and what colors they see and stuff. So that was a big deal for me. Can you, can um, you use that with an HE washer? Yes, okay. yes, it is high efficiency washer safe. Good point, Eric. Um, Someone has a high efficiency washer. I do. I do okay. have one. Yeah. Um, we have the scented lotion. That's uh, a big. That, a big. I wish more companies did that. That's you're on the ball with that one, man. Yeah, that is. Awesome. 
you don't see that ever. No, and a, a lot of women have actually asked us to really uh, concentrate on bringing that out uh, from last year. Uh, so we listen to our customers. You know, if they if they want something. Oh, you still there? So, yes. Oh, I think oh. We, we cut out for a minute, but. Oh, okay. Um, but if you know, if our customers want a product like the lotion, um, you know, they they ask us for it. Enough of them are are adamant about it. We're going to listen to them. We're going to make our customers happy uh, first and foremost. So we we came out with the lotion for this year. Uh, we came out with the unscented laundry detergent this year. Uh, we we launched both of them at the ATA. And uh, we also have the the tree wafers, which are a felt round that is preloaded with Be the Tree Scent. And it's also also rechargeable with the field spray. And basically, you can do anything with them. You can throw them in your dryer, use them as dryer sheets. You can throw them in your tote to to charge your clothes in your scent-free tote. Um, so we've got seven different product lines out and, uh, you know, to pretty much, we're trying to touch base on every aspect of the scent realm. Mm -hmm. We got the options out there is possibly deodorant in the works. Uh, we have been working on deodorant. We have also been working on uh, field wipes as well. Awesome! Those field wipes is a oh field wipes. That's man, I could never find a good field wipe. That's deodorant's one big battle for me with scent or scent elimination or cover scent and field wipes because there's a lot of times where I get off work and want to go straight to the woods, but don't have a lot of time to mm-hmm. stop and shower. So that stuff. Or even stop at home. And the lotion, when you bring that point up, you're actually a tattoo artist, and I am developing a pretty good collection of tattoos, and I lotion my tattoos. Well, there's a lot of times where I don't want to put, even scentless lotion still has a weird smell to it, and I don't want to put that on my tattoos and then go to the woods. So Wait, Greg's a tattoo artist? Yeah. Yes. Ah, wow. He learns something new every day. <laughs> Especially from someone you just met uh twenty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. That's uh <laughs> so Well, that... um, that's my that's my full time job, uh tattooing. Um and you know, when I get off work at the tattoo shop, it's basically be the tree mode until I go to bed and then when I wake up in the morning it's be the tree mode until I have to head into the shop. So um, you're an interesting you, you, guy. You got two yeah. full-time jobs then, pretty much. Yeah. That's a... Which is, uh, you know, a lot of my expertise in the tattoo industry, especially dealing with skin all the time, it really has a benefit of developing a product like this yeah. with the type of ingredients that I'm including into it because on the naturalistic end, um, as far as moisturizing skin, the the vitamins and mineral aspects of the the ingredients that are in the spray and the other scented products, they have so many different benefits from, you know, uh, skin health to mental health to, I mean, the list goes on and on. 
Now, now you got to be it's honest. A very with good us. point. It's a very good point. You got to be honest with us. How many be the tree tattoos have you done? None. None. <laughs> nope. I have actually been asked quite a few times to do them. And... <laughs> really? Okay. Good. I was about to say, you, and, know, you uh, must not have that many good friends over there if they're not willing to get that for you. <laughs> you know, I, as a tattoo artist, I mean, I straight up, I'd be, I suggest against it because, you know, I mean, who's to say that I'm going to be here three years from now, you know? And then I'm going to be still tattooing, and I'm going to be covering up your tattoo because Be The Tree's no longer around. <laughs> okay, but we know guys have gotten tattoos of girls' names that they weren't going to stay with. So, you know, it's, it, 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 you know. Where, where's your commitment? You where, know? Yeah, where's the commitment? At? You know, you guys, you guys out there, all, all, all of Greg's friends out there, come on. Come on, guys. It, that is a good point, though, that you mentioned <laughs> about, like, skin care and yeah. skin health. Like, well, having that, you know, ba- that having w- the background as a tattoo artist helps out a lot. Right, because the last thing you want to be doing is spraying something on your body that's going to give you a rash. Mm-hmm. You know, if it gets on your skin, you right. don't have to worry about it, and then you're irritated and you're sitting out in the woods, and uh, you don't got to worry about it now. And it's cool that yes. you can apply. I never really thought of that. You know, that was a good point you made. I'm, I'm impressed. What yeah, and basically our our... Uh, products are allergen free, um, so you don't have that to worry about. Uh, which is another great point. A lot of people are like, "Oh, well, you know," um, because the first thing a lot of people think of when they think of a might be the tree is, you know, they think of trees and they they make the collaboration between trees and hunting. And what's the first thing that comes to mind is acorns and nuts. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, Oh, well, you know, is that in there? No, it is. Yeah. I noticed, you know, I noticed uh, on there, it said it was made with some nuts, nuts or something. Yeah, whenever yeah. someone says tree, I think Christmas, but <laughs> that's just me. Well, even then though, it's still, I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to have, it, it smells, I still haven't figured out what that smell is. I've smelled it before. I like those, it. It's one of those natural scents that you just can't figure out. Um, a good friend of ours, uh, Freddie Lagos from uh, uh, Archer's Choice with Ralph and Vicky. Mm-hmm. Um, he he absolutely loves this stuff. I mean, if it was if it was drinkable, you know, <laughs> he'd probably have a brewery at his house. Uh, but, there you go. Did you make a Did you make a cologne uh, for him? <laughs> he's actually a producer for them. He films some of their show or a lot of their footage and stuff. And uh, he described it as it smelled like a crisp Montana morning in September. Ooh. And that was the best description that I I have ever heard. I've never been to Montana. <laughs> I haven't either. I can picture that. You know what? It, you should do it as a tax write-off. You should do research. You should just take your take a nice little trip out to Montana in September, get a nice, uh, nice crisp whip, whip and um, yeah, write it off for taxes. It's research. Yeah. Is there a be the tree candle in the works? Ooh. <laughs> there you go. Or, well, there, there's quite a, a few products, but we can't release them all. All at once, or else you know we just blow our whole wad, and then <laughs> you, you know there we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. You be blow be your the cover. tree incense sticks, or those bur- you know those, uh, or like a, or like a have. car air freshener to help mask your scent on your way there, or when you're in your car. 
Um, we're just this is all pure speculation, people. We yeah, don't we're know. just we're just thinking. <laughs> we're just stuff. guessing. We're guessing. Um, Greg, what about okay? People have been hearing about this product, and we're sitting here smelling it and passing it around. Where can people buy this stuff? Well, um, foremost, you can buy it from our website at www.bethetreellc.com. And we've also got a dealer page on our website for your local archery shops, pro shops. Um, and you can go on there. Now, we've got a few, but we haven't loaded them all up. We've also got in the works... Uh, We've gotten some commitments from some major box stores, uh, but I can't really mention any names. So all i got to say is it could possibly do with a tractor and a fish. Gotcha. Okay. So we, that's all we're going to say for that. That way you don't blow. But okay. So basically, <laughs> oh, I, I, I get it, it can come around. It's going to be available. So pretty much yeah. wherever you're at in the country, this could be possible that you can just go and pick up a bottle. But go on and order it because that just comes right to your door. That's yeah, easy. it's it's not bad. Uh, the price is, is right on, uh, you know, bottle, eight-ounce bottle, which which will last you a month, month well, then, and a half. Then you buy on, the refill. Then you buy the refill. The bottle itself is nine ninety nine on the website, plus, you know, with shipping um, if you do it online. And then it's twenty three ninety nine for uh, the bottle and then the refill. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice, like, you know, there's the, the spray, the sprayer that's on this uh, – it's it's one of those sprayers that you always hope for. You know, it's a nice even spray, so it's a it's a nice bottle to uh, go along. I mean, because what good's the product if you can't apply it? Well, what I really like know? about it is the little lever, so you can actually shut it off, uh-huh. so it doesn't even work. So yeah, so when you, you can throw, throw it, the you, lock on it. Yeah, you can throw it in your pack or in your truck or whatever. You don't have to worry about it going off or anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And another great thing. The product. Oh, oh, this is something. Hold on, Greg. You there? We were having a phone issue. Yeah, sounded okay. like R two D two here for a second. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Chewbacca. Yeah, we were. I'm actually driving, and and we went into a little bit of a dead spot, and I was hoping that you guys wouldn't pick that up. But... <laughs> tell it. Tell no, us not... the name of the town, because I know Pennsylvania is notorious for having funny town names. Well, there's uh, some of the the best ones are found in Lancaster County, and over there they, I'm not sure if it's the Amish people in the towns or the people of Lancaster, but uh, you know you've got Intercourse, you've got uh, uh, Bird in Hand, you've got Blue Balls. Um, Seriously, so, yeah. Is it something in the water over yeah. there, or what's going on? There was like Port of Cyan or something like some weird. I don't know what they're doing <laughs> over there. You guys are killing big deer out in Pennsylvania, but other than that, man, I, I, I don't really know <laughs> what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, a lot of our uh, a lot of our culture comes from uh, German descent over here in Pennsylvania, and so there's there's a a lot of weird cultures here. I mean, obviously that's probably one of the biggest reasons um, why we still can't hunt on Sundays is because of the old blue laws. I always forget about and, that. I do too. It's it's just weird to us out here. Yeah. But how how many uh, deer are shot in Buck, Pennsylvania? <laughs> um, 
God. I mean, we've got, what is it, uh, almost a million hunters uh, in Pennsylvania. Wow. Every year. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we're only behind uh, Michigan. I I think Michigan has more, or it's either us than Michigan, something like that. I know Wisconsin's got to be up there. There's a lot of hunters in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our good yeah. buddies, Anthony Fry, is from Maryland. Um, he does um, okay. video. Do you know him? No, the name doesn't sound familiar. Um, he does like his own hunting video production from that area. And we were talking to him about the uh, the no hunting on Sunday thing because I didn't realize it. I always forget about it that you guys have that out there. And I just I never really got it, but I don't know. I just. It kind of sucks. It strips you a, uh, of a day of hunting, especially, yeah, if, you, you especially under- if you work full time and you only got the weekends. Yeah, what if you work hunt? Saturdays? Yeah, then you never yeah. get to hunt. Yeah, no, I, I mean, well, and that's that that reason right there is what stopped me from going spring gobbler hunting for the last uh, eighteen years up until three years ago. So, do you, does Pennsylvania have really weird uh, turkey hunting rules like uh, Illinois? Illinois, you have to. Apply for a uh, apply for a tag, and there's it's broken down in one month to five seasons. There's five seasons, but you can only hunt till one p.m. Yeah, you can only hunt till one p.m. And sometimes it's during the middle of the week, you know, and you don't really know when you're getting that until you know a couple weeks before. Is it is is turkey hunting like that in Pennsylvania? Well, um, pretty much all of our seasons that are are based around. The animal's mating season. The the game commission actually um, either stops the hunting season or puts a puts a pause on it, or actually starts the season afterward. Um, turkey season for us does not start until April thirtieth. So basically, seventy percent of the turkeys are already. Um, you know, made it out pretty much. And uh, you still get a good bit of action. I mean, turkey hunting here is really great. Um, but it doesn't start until May, where a lot of people, uh, Florida, I mean, they they started two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, South Carolina started last weekend, I believe. So, uh, Man. I think Alabama, Georgia was week two weeks ago i don't know about alabama Greg, yeah. you got a trip and coming up too i think we talked on the phone a little bit uh last night you said you got a, a turkey hunting trip coming up yeah we're uh i'm heading out to oklahoma uh for a week and a half and i'm gonna be going out there um hooking up with a good friend of mine jim reese uh him and his wife uh won one of the major uh, Facebook groups called Bow Hunters of America, and uh, basically uh, he has some really great hunting out there. And I was supposed to go on a bear hunting trip with him uh, to Maine uh, this past uh, January, I believe it was, or no, it was uh, no, it was last September. I'm sorry, um, this last September, and I had to drop out. Uh, because of be the tree and everything going on with it, but uh, 
so I made it a point to make it up to him, come out for turkey season. Um, uh, and then uh, also the guys from uh, Fired Up Outdoors coming up from Oklahoma City, they're going to be hunting with us. We're all going to be filming. So it's going to be that's really gonna be great. That's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, here in PA, turkey hunting, we can only hunt till 12 p.m. Ooh, uh, oh, really? Man, we thought we had it yeah. rough. Well, the reason then, for that is because the hens on the on on the nest, right? Is that the reason? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I was I wasn't for yeah. sure. Yeah, and basically, what they don't want is they don't want guys kicking the hens off the nest. Yeah. And uh, so you can't run and gun. You can't, you know, call and walk. Uh, you have to be stationary when you're calling. Um, and I believe that's for the first two weeks after the, I think it's like the 16th of May, you can hunt all day, but our season's only a month long, just like our bear season doesn't come in until November 21st. Hey, that's my birthday. Wait, what? It doesn't start until November 21st? Yeah. Basically 70% of the bears are already denned up by the time our bear season comes in. So oh, I didn't it, know that either. Yeah. Yep. Well, and That's here's another fact. PA, you can't hunt the true rut. Damn, because it's over. You, our archery season stops um, the the first weekend of November. Or, yeah, it's, uh, I believe, the first or, yeah, the first weekend of November and then there's a two-week break, and then there's the three days of bear hunting, and then the Thursday after Thanksgiving, or the Monday after Thanksgiving, is uh, our rifle season. Oh, no, man, no wonder you guys are killing such big deer out there. Man, <laughs> that's crazy. Well, that and one, and I mean, in the last couple years, they instituted that... Uh, uh, certain parts of the state are three points on one side. Uh, um, um I believe it's 70 there, Route 70 or something. It's four points on one side or greater. Um, I mean, that has another factor, but there's also um, uh, research been done that says that, that point restriction Mm-hmm. After so long, it actually adversely affects the deer herd, and you start to see smaller deer mm. yeah, over time. See, Illinois doesn't yeah. have anything weird like that. The only thing that we have that's super weird with our deer is... Um, the shotgun season well, right in the middle of... Well, you can't... Our shotgun or firearm season is the weekend before and the weekend after Thanksgiving weekend, and you can't bow hunt during gun season, even if you wear blaze orange which I think is a bunch of shit. And I, I, I'm I really hoping that Iowa and Illinois doesn't take in a rifle season. Um, yeah. I, know that, I know they've been talking about it. Well, I seen I saw something with Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Indiana just passed it. Yeah. Behind yeah. the DNR's back, I didn't really read the article. I was a headline reader on that one, so I need to look more into it. But that's... We can talk about that about another episode. Yeah, we, it's just uh, kind of like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, it's... It, it it kind of gets rough when, you know, you just want to go out there and enjoy the hunt. And, you know, the guys like you, 
um, you know, guys like our uh, guy and gals like our listeners, you, know, you work so hard to do all these all these things to, you know, try and get as close as you can to that that dream deer. Or it could be a dream doe. I mean, maybe someone wants to shoot an eight and a half year old doe. Um, but then to see like politicians and think just passing these laws that affect you and affect what you do. I mean, yeah, it's 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 life. But, yeah, it just it's kind of a kind of a kick in the pants sometimes you know it, yeah in my humble little opinion i mean i do i do agree i think you need the government to a certain point to establish laws and bylaws uh you know standards for for the hunting seasons and such but it, it gets to a point where they overstep their bounds and, and it's just to you know, they keep creating uh, certain laws to keep uh, bringing revenue into the state uh, due to fines. They want to hire more game wardens to catch more poachers, to give more fines. And it, it just becomes a point where when is, when is it about the, the hunter versus the money? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, over, over the last five years, Pennsylvania has seen a 17% decrease in young adults getting into hunting. See, Every year it's decreased. And well, that, when you have all those not, bullshit laws, yeah. too, you know, it's kind of like, I it, mean. It's not sustainable, and, you know, everybody is is just trying to enjoy it. Yeah, it's not a sustainable thing. I mean, you know, with with the populations going down, I mean. You know, and it's like there's yeah. new new rules each and every day. And, you know, hey, at the end of the day, we just want to kill some deer. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. you want yeah. to do it. I mean, that's that's bottom line. We just want to kill deer. Get, um, get out in the great outdoors. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's making it really hard. So it's like, you know, oh, you accidentally had some, you know, corn in your pocket from somehow. And now you've got to pay this outrageous <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's just it's it's little I'm things. I'm following you. I'm following you. Greg, I yeah. want to get back on Be the Tree. Yeah, um, we we kind of we kind of went off the rails. It's what we, it's what we do here. It's what we do. This well, guy's hey, like, what I'll, is I'll I'll talk hunting all day. It doesn't bother me one bit. <laughs> You're down for that. You right? get me started. I'll just go and go and go. I'm like the energizer. <laughs> it's perfect for us. Cause... That uh, that reference doesn't get to a whole lot of kids that are listening out there. <laughs> that uh, that's a fantastic <laughs> reference. But bunny. when was the last time you saw that commercial? That's a very good point. Yeah. Steve hasn't made a wrestling reference reference yet this episode, but uh, that's it's as coming. far as you know. It's coming. Ah, oh, you probably have it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't catch it. Um, uh, I want to hear, Greg, the most bizarre story in the woods or whatever using "Be the Tree." It can just close encounter, um, just some testimonials from from people using the product. Lay something on uh, it. Well, uh, I mean, there there's been so many. Uh, I mean, you literally go on our website and look at some of our reviews, and I can't touch those reviews on our website. They are automatically locked in. I can't put them up magically. Basically, anybody that that buys our product, uh, they are sent an email. If they want to review it, they can, and it goes on to the website. But um, That's confidence right there. That really is. But... uh, (laughs) But so that just 
I mean, you look at all the reviews and all the five-star reviews, but, I mean, I've had emails and uh, or one review of a gentleman that was hunting. He was sitting on a bucket at the edge of a standing cornfield, and two bucks had come out of the woods about 25 yards from him and started feeding directly towards him, and the wind was blowing straight at them. But he was sitting there, and he couldn't even pull his bell up because these deer were walking right at him. <laughs> and he, it got to the point where these deer were within arm's reach of him. And he said he could actually count the eyelashes on the deer. And it was to the point where he could smell the deer's breath. Just sitting there, at, just at, sitting there on a bucket. At that point, out. you know, I at that point, I me, I would be like, I wouldn't, I, I'd be like, okay, either be the tree works really well, or this is where the deer actually turn the tides. Like this is the start of planet of of the venison. <laughs> like that's 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 kind of scary, man. Being that close to a critter because you don't know. I mean, maybe they do know you're there, and they're like. This guy's so stupid that they rah, they just tear you up, man. I don't know. That's kind of scary. Well, Greg, that I think you just won Steve over for your product because Steve, his favorite um, tree stand actually isn't a tree stand at all. It's an old tire in the yeah. woods is what, yeah. where Steve finds himself sitting. So, Oh, dude, I have myself set up, man, right, like right behind this log on this tire. Oh, dude, it was great. Is there a roll of toilet paper sitting beside it? No, no, no. That's a, that's the uh, other tire. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's the that's, that's the, the BFG uh, next door. Yeah, that's the BFG. No, this is the good year. This is oh, the, the good, good year. year. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, you know what? If I ever get my own property and I have all that kind of money, I'll put a nice little Mickey Thompson out there. Ooh, right. Stepping, <laughs> stepping it up. Yeah, you only have to empty it once a season. Ah, there you go. Yeah, and hey, you know, you get the drag wheels. You know, they go high up. You get two seasons out of it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, Steve's going to be soaked down with Be the Tree next about season 40, on a tire. Sits on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, another story was uh, uh, one of my, my pro staff uh, from Wisconsin, actually. Um, he was out predator hunting, and we've been, uh, we've been really geared up for, for predators uh, the last two years. And. Uh, he's really taken on the predator hunting really well and, and just gone out and just smacked a bunch of coyotes this year. Uh, but one story he told me was uh, last year uh, he was out calling, and all of a sudden a pack came in from behind him, which, as you know, you know they, they tell you to, to hunt the wind while well, the wind changed direction on him, and the, these coyotes had circled around, come in behind him, and it was a, I believe it was four of them, and three females were five yards out in front of him, and a big male was about eight yards behind him, and the big male let out a howl and literally sent shivers up his spine. <laughs> that he, he, he couldn't, he was afraid to pick his gun up because he was afraid the coyotes were going to attack him. They were that close, and <laughs> I didn't even believe, uh, you know, to a certain extent. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, you know. This, this kind of st 
stuff. Uh, it's it's the tall tales you hear. Right. You know, right. Uh, you go to hunting camp and you hear you know your buddy all drunked up, you know, and he's running at the mouse, and you're like, yeah, 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 okay. But um, so I mean, there was a little. I was like, man, I can't believe this. Until this past season, I was out fox hunting, and a fox or a coyote uh, popped out on the edge of the woods, run the, the edge of the wood lines up through, circled up over the knob of the field, and come in around right beside me to my right. And I had I was scanning back and forth for him, and couldn't find him. And I just kind of turned my head all the way to the right. And there he was, eight cornrows from me, crouched down, ready. He was just, it looked like he was going to pounce on me. Yeah, eight cornrows is close for a coyote to be sitting there staring at you like that. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sitting there with hand calls, you know. I had to drop my hand call, grab my gun, you know, spin around. And it was definitely a... a, An exhilarating experience, to say the least. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. That's when you just need a shotgun at that point. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I would have took that. Turkey loads, boom. um, Yeah. Well, we aren't even allowed to use double-odd buck for coyote out here. Whoa, you need to move out of Pennsylvania, man. Yeah, you got too many many rules out there. Come to Illinois, you want to shoot a coyote with an AR here? Yeah, go, go right ahead. Well, they're they're actually trying to pass uh, semi-automatic rifle for predator hunting. Uh, it's actually in the process of being passed, so we might see that. Um, but I believe that you have to. I, I believe it's uh, you have to possess less than seven rounds in the clip. Uh, oh man! Give me a break. That's un-American. Like <laughs> if. if if there's one thing that's un-American, it's telling you how many rounds you can have in your firearm. That's, I'm sorry, I, mean, I don't want to go off the rails again, but yeah, come on. <laughs> Seven, what if there's eight coyotes? What do you expect me to do? Yeah, what if, like, there's coyotes attacking kindergartners? you got to take care of them somewhere. Exactly, right? so seven rounds ain't going to cut it. <laughs> well, these are just hypothetical, but uh, better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. That's right. Right. Uh yeah, we're uh, hey, we're running uh, running short on time here, um, but uh, we do want to just remind everybody uh, if you want to uh, get some of these products, you know, go to be the tree LLC dot com. Um, look in the shop because there's a there's a couple bundle packages packages that we didn't talk about. There's the um, the outfitters pack that you can get uh, without conditioners forty, and then with is uh, fifty. Um, and then you'll get the uh, you'll get a couple things. You get the body wash. Oh, something I don't know if Greg, if you mentioned there is a built-in insect repellent in this. Did we even talk about that? Did we? No, we didn't. I was actually uh, going to bring that up, and uh, we kind of got a little sidetracked. But <laughs> it's what uh, we do best I'm here. Right? Yeah, whatever that happens, thing we can do. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's one thing that that a lot of these other products that are on the market uh, they didn't look into and and. Honestly, I mean, for me as a early season archer, I mean, I hunt in a second week of September down in Maryland, um, you know, for the first two weeks going after that velvet buck and, and bugs are just out. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. so the, 
It's bug rut. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the uh, ingredients in our cover scent actually doubles as a mild insect repellent, and uh, it's a it's a mild insect repellent. Uh, I can't you know promise that it's going to you know keep every bug in the world away from you, uh, but it's just one of those added features that that we wanted to put into this product to go above and beyond what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. That's a, that's a big bonus. It, it really is. is. It's yeah, huge. it's like, uh, hey, here you go. This is what you get for having stuff made in America. Yeah. Well, that's for you, Scott, and, Scott Clark, you Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's one of our listeners. He is. He's up in Canada. Well, you, you'll ship to Canada, right? Um, actually, with Canadian law, in order for me to sell in Canada, I have to change our labels to 50% French and 50% American. So oh. we are actually working on on all that right now uh, for this hunting season, uh, believe it or not. So we're, we're really trying to uh, – we've got a, a deal in the works for possibly two to 3,000 retailers in Canada Sweet. across – all across Canada up there. So we're working on that. But, so, yeah, Canadian know, Canadian fans be ready for Be the Tree. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a but, lot of Canadian listeners. We so. do. We love them. Yeah. Them so, and their poutines. Another, another big thing with this insect repellent, with turkey season right around the quarter, well, I mean, in some places it's, a, it's already started. A lot of guys and gals, uh, they don't really think about their their scent profile going into hunt turkeys. And this is one of the biggest things that I, I find um, in hunting itself is whenever I go into the woods, I should practice that scent regimen mm-hmm. because um, I hate to say it, but... When you go into the turkey woods, the deer live there too. They never go away for the year. You never think it's about true. that. They share. They share. Yeah. They share the same home. Yeah, Solid and all it's not a all, den, that's just a all those guys are doing is just educating the deer early on. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a that's a super good point. You never get a, get them yeah, used yeah. to that actual scent. Or and and with uh, with our cover scent, you get uh, the one two pack, you know, um, you get the insect repellent, and then on top of it, I mean, there's been quite a few times that we've actually had deer out there with the turkeys, and the deer have been in between us and the turkey, and the wind changes, Uh. the wind swirls, and boom, you know, that's it. There goes your gobbler. Yep, game over when that happens. Yeah, and and that's the biggest thing. A lot of people say, hunt the right wind, hunt the right wind. Well, I haven't met a weatherman yet that can tell you that that wind is going to blow out of the northwest to the southeast 100% all day for that hunt. Yeah, not to mention, like, wind bouncing off ridges and mm-hmm. different, you know, and trees. Yeah. And it's going to float through. You all. can swirl at any time on yeah. them. So you just yeah. never know what if can you, happen. If you meet that weatherman, he's probably got a Ford Pinto with only 79 factory miles on it, too, for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And Either way, it's a big, I, sweet deal. I kind of, uh, I'm kind of glad that that I live in PA when I when I uh, when I built this cover scent because Pennsylvania terrain is very hilly, a lot of ridges and um, valleys, a lot of swirling winds. I mean, you can't hunt anywhere in Pennsylvania without a swirling wind. Literally, you get up in the tree. And your your hunting app tells you, oh, it's a southeast wind, and you hunt this specific spot. It's the perfect wind. You get up, and 45 seconds later, it's blown completely the opposite way. <laughs> and here comes a deer, you know, 100 yards away, and that's it. So, uh, you know, we're we're getting these deer. I mean, literally within within feet, we've got video up on our website. Um, of deer within, uh, what was it, five yards, five yards of us. That's insane. And that was, that was three of us. Um, uh, we put our brother on the ground, my brother on the ground, Sean, and he was down on the ground, and myself, and my vice president of marketing media, Matt, Matt was filming, and he had deer literally just walking around him feeding. Didn't even know he was there. They were doing it for five minutes <laughs> while we're filming. And yes, after yes. they had after they had left, Matt just looks up at me and goes, "Can you believe that?" That's <laughs> I awesome. just shook my head. Well, Greg, so, I can tell you for sure we'll, we'll be giving this a shot this fall. I um, say you got me convinced. I mean, giving it a shot. You know, it, the our review is talking about stuff on the the podcast yeah. and uh so yeah we'll definitely give it a shot this fall in our tree sands um i'm not gonna be able to turkey hunt this year um eric are you gonna be able to make it out i think we all kind of got hosed this spring turkey um, i can go get it oh, i'm sorry to hear that but we uh we know people that will be in the spring turkey woods and uh we'll spread the word and we'll make sure people get a hold of this stuff yep. and uh we'll uh we shared it on our um yeah there's really Facebook. no there's no sense to ruin your deer hunting property, turkey hunting. Right, yeah. exactly. So you guys are on Facebook. Any other social media? Yeah, we're on uh, Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash Be The Tree LLC. We're on uh, uh, Twitter at Be The Tree LLC, and then our website at www.bethetreellc. And we'll have links to all that in the description of the episode. Greg, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, I think it was an awesome episode. We'll have to check back in with you before, uh, hopefully we can before uh, fall bow season. Yeah, let us know how that uh, how that turkey hunt goes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Uh, we'll be posting some, uh, some video from time to time uh, while we're out there. We're going all bow. Awesome. <laughs> hey, wait, Even real, better. Real Even quick, better. what kind of bow do you shoot? Uh, currently, I shoot an Obsession Evolution. Great bow, great go. bow. I used to I used yep. to shoot an obsession sniper. Okay, yeah. So I'm familiar. I'm familiar. I killed a lot of deer with my obsession. Yep. Uh, yeah, I bought that uh, last year, and uh, and I I love the bow. The bow's. I mean, it's it's a solid bow. It's a fast shooter. Definitely a fast shooter. I def- I highly recommend the DEFCON Six. Give the, uh, you probably shot it at ATA. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that bow is badass. But uh, thanks, yeah. Greg, so much, guys. Check out uh, "Be the Tree" um, Facebook online. And we're hoping if that we're all really good, Greg will bring us something 
a nice special treat back from uh, his trip, right? You always want someone to bring well, a present back from fingers trip, right? crossed. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck to you. Yeah, sir. we're gonna we're gonna try to do some uh, some coyote hunting, uh, possibly some wild hog, and then we're even gonna try to get some bow fishing and some spoonbill fishing in Ooh. while we're out there. Awesome. Well, send us some pictures. We'll put them up on our Facebook and. Uh, Heck, we have a trophy room on our website. Shout out if anybody wants to be on, workingclassboner.com. Click the trophy room. But uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, workingclassboner.com. Next week, we have Smith's, Scott Smith. Scott Smith Smith's, from Smith's. And, and uh, Jared Scheffler is on schedule from Whitetail Adrenaline next week. Um, That'd be a good one. Other than that, keep an eye out for these special edi- limited, edition limited edition shirts for pre-order. Um, that'll be out. Um, that's really all we got for you this week. You know what to do? Go shoot your bow and we'll be seeing you.